0: Three-quarter jersey, and uh, and those have come in. And but those, when like we give the T-shirts away, these because they're three-quarter, they're uh, they're a little more pricier. But for it's still a good price. For twenty bucks, you can get one of those. And uh, I'll have those next week. But T-shirts, as as a guest, we want to bless you with that. But so good to be back. We weren't planning on it. We got off a, a day early, and I just can't sit at home and go. I mean, if I was out of town or something, I guess I get it. But you know, so the team didn't know any of this until this morning. And I really didn't know it until this morning, and um, you know, because I was just planning on, okay, I'll I'll try to relax, and mm-hmm. and but you know, so this is kind of my way of ever be here. So thankful for letting, uh, or you letting us just kind of get away for a week, and had beautiful weather, yeah. and uh, had a had a great time and laughed. Uh, uh, we got, I, I wish I'd have got a we probably do somewhere, but we went to a playground. All the kids, if you can picture Justin and Mal. Um, and Arrow, and Sam and Hannah, and their two girls, and then me and and Kim and Maddie are all there, and Justin being Justin. Justin, so if you're watching now, I love you. Uh, So... Justin being Justin, you know, we were just having so much fun on this playground. He went out and laid on the ground, and I yelled, pile on Justin, and we all just, it was so much fun. <laughs> so anyway, that was just, but the kids were laughing so hard, and we were just having such a great time. But thank you guys so much for your kindness and letting us get away, and um, we appreciate it so much. Yeah,
1: we do, and we did miss you all. We did. Um, we love Michigan, just not the team. I just want to put that out there, Okay. <laughs> Want to say <laughs> she likes the
0: state. <laughs>
1: yes, we love the Upper Peninsula. Yeah, Michigan. that was very beautiful. Um, yeah, but I just during praise and worship, and I asked Pastor. I said, I, I need to to um, to get up with you and say something. I believe the Lord wants me to share this. Um, we were in worship, and then at the very end, Amy got up and said this. She's um, the Lord told me. It's time to open your mouth. It's time to speak to situations. And I know in our human nature that might sound...
0: You you don't even know what I'm speaking about I totally don't. Okay.
1: But I asked the Lord like three times, should I? Because, you know, I just want to hear what he's saying, and I don't want to miss it. But it is time um, for us to take the word that he gave us. Jesus died to give us life, and he left us with a great inheritance. And he said, I didn't say it, pastor didn't say it. Jesus said, greater things will you do, so it's time we start doing them. And I know what's going on. And when you see the COVID numbers, and yes, we actually have three dear friends who have passed away, and I don't say that to scare you. What I say is, I'm mad. I'm mad about it. I'm mad about it, and the enemy doesn't want you to know who you are in Christ and the power that you have, because it's not your power. It is the Holy Spirit, listen to this, The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, like wrap your mind around that. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. And Siri is hearing me. She's answering me. Quiet, Siri. Um, Anyway, the same spirit that dwelled, that raised him from the dead dwells in you. You speak. You start opening your mouth. You know what? I've lately just started speaking to the spread of COVID, COVID spread. I don't know. I don't care what you call it. I'll bind it. I tell it to die. I'm telling cancer cells to die. Yeah. I'm telling if something is happening in my body, it's my body. Jesus died for my healing. I'll tell it. I will tell it to go. But the enemy wants you to think that some. Yeah, this, is a, a per, this is perversion. So I'm just going to put this out there, and I love you all. But God is not putting sickness on us and breaking our legs and doing all that to teach us a lesson. That is child abuse. If I did that to my kids, that would be considered child abuse. And I know I get—I sound mad, I'm a little passionate, but I wanna break the the lies of the enemy. Jesus came to destroy the works of the enemy. Let's do that too. Let's start raising up, rising up as an army and heading toward him and I love this. I heard Pastor Amy say this, don't let the devil finish his sentence. Jesus is not whispering in your ear, oh honey, you're gonna die today. It's just I picked the prettiest roses from my garden. You have a work to do here to help destroy the works of the enemy, and the enemy doesn't want you to finish it. So let's start telling him what his future is. He's going to burn in the lake of fire. I didn't say it. Jesus said it. Yeah. So that's what's happening, and I am done. But I, we have to open our mouth. Good. good. All right.
0: I'm awesome. Done. She's a fireball. Well, the next two weeks, we're going to be talking about words. <laughs> Today is, you have what you say, Uh let me, let me tell you what, next week is, words, the start button for everything you're believing for. She did not know that. I didn't tell her that. When we talked this morning, she had no idea. I said, uh, we talked about us coming today, uh, and told Mal to continue to take the, the today off, and uh, so... She didn't know, and this is what I, I said, I need to just get with God and find out what he wants me to say today, and I believe this is what he gave me, and then she came up and, and just confirmed it for me. But don't you love, let's say hi to Faith Life Church, guys. Thank you so much for your worship and everything you're doing. Uh, that is our, our uh, Pastor Gary and Pastor Drinda, our executive board, that is their church in New Albany. They also have a, a church in Powell, a satellite church in Powell, Ohio. But uh, they were so kind, and, and they said, hey, let's, you know, let's live stream from your place. And we were like, that is awesome. That helps us. But, I mean, it, it is actually where we're going. Not literally, physically, but, you know, we have the, we're, as God is providing, we are getting the things. Do you see how they, they did all the camera fades and all of the different things that will help us? And, that, you know, um, so for people that are watching live stream, that's the avenue we're going. We're, we're getting there, and we're getting close uh, and we'll we'll get there. We will we will get there, and we'll see this place uh, just blow up and expand. And we'll see multiple services, and things will will really starting to happen. I told some folks last week. I believe we we turned a spiritual corner, and we're seeing God do some great things. This is almost like a church in Texas. You know, I mean, it's going to be bigger, so it's all good. But we're going to talk about you have what you say. You have what you say. Uh, So turn to your neighbor and say, words are important. The world is just full of wrong motives. Some people will speak because they, they have an underlying message or an underlying meaning or they have this or that, and their heart maybe isn't right and they have a different motivation. But we have to line up our words and our mouth with the word of God. We have to line everything up with the word, what comes out of our mouth. We need to realize how important that is, what we say. We can say, well, you know my heart. I didn't mean that, and I get that. There are times we say things out of frustration or out of anger, and, and maybe we really didn't mean the depths of what we said, and sometimes we're just wanting people, you know. We've all been there, done that, I get it. But words are important. That's why words that are wrong have to be broken. They have to That, has to, that hold or that has to be taken out and broken. I'm gonna talk next week even a little more specific on words. I, I, I even got a, a little demonstration that I'll I'll show you next week. It's not I mean, but it just that's what made me think of this when the Lord was sharing with me what He wanted to say. So, the start button for everything you're believing for. I'm going to show you today with how words will help you in the kingdom, uh, and and I know when we call the kingdom, the kingdom, everything that happens in the kingdom is about what you believe and what you say, and and how you respond to that, and and l- listen when you respond to that it's really important and because there's sometimes right in the midst of stuff doesn't it come out sometimes and it's not really what you want but it's just what's in there and you just go "Ah," and then you're like okay sometimes that's happened to us when we just say okay i gotta break that i'm gonna break that word because that's not what i want we have to understand that a lot of times it's a heart issue. What we say is because that's what is going on inside our heart, what we're believing, and we're trying to, if it's not good, we're trying to overcome that or, or beat that. But PK was telling you that what's in you is greater than anything else. The Spirit of God is in you. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in me. That's pretty sweet. Matthew 6, 31, 34 says, Do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So how do we do that? you got to learn to understand that God has got to be the biggest thing in your life. I mean, and sometimes that's, I get it. It's our children or our spouse or our job or, you know, whatever. But it's got to be God. Seek first. The things, you know, and if you read the chapter before, the things are talking about stuff that eating, what eating, we, what we're wearing. Stuff, things, things that you need, things that you do. God says, you come to me first, I'll give you what you need. I'll supply that. How many knows that God does more than enough? And we need to understand that we don't have to, we don't do things for stuff. Stuff just kind of comes. We do things because we love God. Stuff, for me, is just a icing on the cake. It's just a blessing that comes with, I mean, he just meets my need according to his riches and glory. So how do we do it? We speak with our mouth, we believe with our heart, and we do not doubt. That's how everything in the kingdom works. Speak with your mouth, believe in your heart, and do not doubt. If you read everything that happens, it's something that's spoken, it's believed, it's not doubted. So everything, and this is what happens, and I'm just, I'm just going to be, I wouldn't be anything but honest with you, but I'm going to be clear. When it comes to church and it comes to money, people get all uncomfortable. Well, if you're a church, all they want is your money. Stop it. God is, there's a reason for sowing. It isn't always money. I mean, everybody thinks it's, oh, it's gotta be money. No, it, you know, what if it's your time? What if it's just your effort? What if it's just you helping someone? What if it's just that phone call, that invitation? Kindness, mowing someone else's yard when they were not feeling well or taking them over food or or whatever that is can it be money yes it can be money but it's not always money everybody gets it all messed up like it's just money 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 no as long as the earth i'm going to give you a scripture in just a second as the earth remains there'll be seed time and harvest so how do we do it we speak with our mouth we believe in our heart we we don't doubt and this is what What we do, I'm just gonna show you how the kingdom operates. It's by our words and by our actions and our belief system. People ask so many times in in our life in ministry, how did that happen? Shake their head and go, what God does for you in this area? There's no doubt he does, but it's not just for me. He will do it for you. That'd be like me saying to Maddie, I'm going to, do, I'm going to bless Mallory, but I'm not going to bless you. She would be like, what's wrong with that? There's a lot wrong with that. They're both my, my girls, my, my, my kids. I'm going to bless them. I'm going to love them. I'm going to, to do with them equally. And, and what they do with that is what happens and what grows in their life. So, we're, you know, Kim and I, we will sow many times financial seed. It isn't always. Sometimes it is just something that we do, something that, you know, I feel like I'm supposed to go over and I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to paint this. I'm supposed to do. It's all seed. Are you getting this? We're not doing it by just wimmy jimmy. Is that such a phrase? Today, <laughs> wimmy jimmy is a phrase. We're not doing it just wimmy jimmy. We are doing it with a purpose. Because we are sowing and believing for kingdom things to come into that person's life, our life, the kingdom to so people would go, oh my word. Come on, isn't it time that people looked at the people of God and goes, oh my word, why is this thing going on so cool with them? How come it's not happening to me? Because the same things that are happening to them are happening to you, but you may handle them different. And then God takes those things because your words and your belief system and you're giving, whether it's financially or time or both or whatever, it changes things. There are laws that are put into operation that they do not know about, nor do they understand. But you and I do. And so when we put those things into motion, it's happening. And we don't have to see it happening to believe that it's happening. Because that's faith. So... Sometimes you may need to write it down or journal we sowed x amount of dollars believing God for salvation for this or for this or maybe it's for something that you needed or for a blessing or whatever. <clears throat> Genesis 8:22 says this, as long as the earth remains there will be seed time and harvest. As long as the earth remains. It's a law of the kingdom and it's in operation all the time. It's always working. Just because people don't know about it or they don't understand it or they don't know how it works it doesn't mean that it stops i don't have to understand gravity to find out how it works if i if i tried to crowd surf right now and just dove out here gravity will take its place i i will not fly around the room Pretty sure of that. I found that out when I was just a young man. I believed I could fly as long as I had a cape. True story. I'm not gonna tell you how old I was. Twenty-six. No, that's not true. I was just a little boy. I was maybe mom, eight, maybe eight years old or something. Fifteen steps we had. And I believed, if I believed I could fly, I could fly. And then I, you know, I was getting ready, and I thought, well, don't have a cape. Wait a minute, got to have a cape. Everybody knows you got to have a cape. So I got a cape. Now, this is in my mind as an eight-year-old boy. If I dove, I could fly. And if I turned right, I'd have to go into the kitchen, the house we were living in. That would not be good because I'd have to pull up. Nobody wants to do that when you're flying. But if I went left, I could go in the dining room, I opened the door so I could just hit the screen door and go out and fly around the house. You laugh. But I lived it. <laughs> I found out that when I had gotten enough, what I had determined now, I didn't know anything about the kingdom. I didn't know anything about really other than God was in heaven and, you know, in my mind as an eight-year-old boy. So I dove. About step five, I realized I'm not flying. <laughs> I went down those steps and ended up at the bottom, cut my chin, cut my face up. Here's what I'm saying. God did not force me to do that. Now, I'm eight. I get it. And kids do certain things. They think they can do all kinds of things. What I'm telling you is there are laws that do not change. There's, there's all, if you want to fly, you have to understand there's got to be something that goes beyond gravity and it's called the law of lift we have to understand that besides what we don't believe there's something if we want a law then we have to understand god's laws if we could learn god's laws we could see how the kingdom operates and things will be happening differently in your life second corinthians 9 6 and 8 says a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop the one who plants generously will get a generous crop you must each decide in your heart how much to give." And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. In other words, nobody in here is going to manipulate you to give. I don't want that. I want you to give because you feel I need to do this. Or God is telling me to do this. Large or small. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need. Don't you love always in there? And plenty left over to share with others. So we, according to this, control the harvest in our lives. The, the rate that we give or how we give, whether it's time, money, or whatever, it is how we do that and what we're believing for, what we set into motion. Farmer will put, in a natural law, will put thousands of dollars and, and he plants them. He's not seeing them come up, but yet he knows that if he plants them, he's believing that he's going to get a major crop. That's a natural law. Many people ask, they'll ask the church, we need money. I need to pay this or I need to pay that. But God has given you, now listen, because this is our words, a law of sowing and reaping. And I'm going to get a little bit into some of this, what we're dealing with today. So just hang on. So it is to our benefit to understand how this kingdom law works. If we operate in the law of the kingdom, it will produce fruit and it'll produce for us. We'll start seeing things happen. If we don't know about the law, then people don't. We didn't know about the law coming into the kingdom of God. We, Kim and I were believers, but we didn't understand how the law worked, and we just lived paycheck to paycheck. And, and you know, it was just, I, I remember over vacation, I was telling my son, we were talking about the kingdom, and I was telling my son, I said, I remember, and she'll remember this, we went to Michigan, and we took her 76 Mercury Cougar and we came back from michigan on a wing and a prayer. and that was back in the day where you didn't have google to tell you where you're going. we had aaa made trip ticks. anybody remember that or you had a road atlas. and right around michigan toledo area 475 gets a little tricky. i took the wrong one. we were like, "oh dear jesus." we stopped because we we're about out of gas. searched the car seats for change a dollar and 36 cents is what we came up with went to a gas station the closest one we could find and a dollar <laughs> 36 cents worth we got home praying you want to you want to get baptized in the holy ghost do that we got home like we're hoping we just make it home the tank is already on w for walk you know we i, I don't even know how we, we pulled in to where we lived and ran out of gas When we pulled in, we looked at each other like, oh, thank you, Jesus. We didn't have any idea about how the kingdom operated. And actually, we weren't learning it in church because, can I say it? They didn't have any idea either. Church wasn't really much different than the world, except we just said amen and hallelujah. And here's your do's and don'ts list. And we thought life was more than that. And so we started, God started taking us on a journey as we got to know God better. He connected us with people that began to show us about the kingdom of God. And we started putting those things in process. And if you, I mean, I'm nobody except, I'm just a guy who puts on his pants like you do, one leg at a time. But God has taken me from glory to glory. He continually does things in our life because he is a good God. And he doesn't want you to get COVID-19. He doesn't want you to be sick. He didn't bring that. We need to learn the kingdom so that we can declare the greatness of God, declare the goodness of God, declare the healing of God. And then believe it. And I know that's a touchy subject. I'm I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. I'm just saying we can declare some stuff. We can bind and we can loose. Galatians 6, 7 says, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You'll always harvest what you plant. I'm telling you, we've had success and we've had failure. I like success better. It feels a lot better. What you believe is where your heart is. That's how you know. I mean, Kim and I went around. We've like, we were believing for something, and then it doesn't happen the way we think. That ever happened to anybody? And we say out of our mouth. She turned to me. I just told you this a few weeks ago. She goes, well, I guess I found where our faith is because we just stated it. So then we had to do what i'm telling you to do i'm going to show you this best i can and you can i mean this will be on our podcast you can get it rewind it you can play it over and over again get it in your system start believing god and watch your life change jesus did it all the time help people locate their faith what do you want me to do for you he's saying this to blind people what do you want me to do for you we could be going uh duh i'm blind But see, he wants to, what 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 if the blind guy said, I don't have any food, I haven't eaten for days, I'd like to eat. Jesus could have said, Okay, here's some money, pay that man, go get him some food. And the guy would have been fed for days. That's fine. But Jesus wants to know what is, where are you at? What is first? And he says, I want to see. So I gotta ask you, what are you saying? If Jesus is saying, what do you want me to do for you? What are you saying? What's coming out of your mouth? Well, I want, I want this. Okay, I get that because I, I get what stuff is. I get It's okay to have stuff, but you can't have stuff have you. You have to be able to get rid of stuff if God's telling you to get rid of You know what I'm saying? He is the giver of good gifts. You can't believe for something your heart won't accept. I'm going to say that one more time. You can't believe for something your heart won't accept. I've prayed for people, and they're saying, I I would say, can you see yourself getting better? And they say, no. going to be hard to receive a healing if you cannot accept that God can heal you. So my response to them would be, can you see yourself not getting any sicker? Yes. Let's start there, because that's where your heart is. When I believe for things, when I deer hunt, my answer shows up in the order I write it down. If I put on my check and I was sowing a financial seed for a deer and I was believing God for a buck and a doe, always it came to my stand in the order I wrote it down. And I would say it. I want a buck and I want a doe. And I would be specific. I want this many points on my buck. And that's the way they would show up. So if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. Here's what I do when I'm believing for the kingdom to operate. This is going to be essential, really, in just what you declare for your house, what you're believing for. I'm gonna, this is what I'm believing to stay healthy. I'm doing this or the, whatever. I'm just how the kingdom operates. Now, am I so versed on it that, no, I still need help and I don't know everything, so... But this is what we have found has worked for us. I'm going to give you basically five, and I'm going to throw a sixth one in there. But I'm going to give you the five things that Kim and I use and the words that we do to have the kingdom that we believe and how it operates in our life. Now, you might be saying, ooh, it's a secret for me. This is is just a law. If you can learn the law, if you knew the law of electricity, and they said you connect these wires and this, and boom, the light comes on It doesn't matter as long as whoever you are and you know the law you can make that work the kingdom works by laws it works by covenant so if i know the laws and i understand that and i can get that in my heart where it drops from my head to my heart and it's in my belief system that i'm like okay i believe that then i have something that's in motion and then something that produces and will produce so let me let me just say what, what do you have that you, ha- that you need to release? Here's number one. What do you have that you need to release? Let me just tell you how this... When Jesus did the loaves and the fish, what was given to him were bread and fish. Amen? What was multiplied? Bread and fish. When the woman had the oil... She told Elijah, and she said, "I just have a little bit of oil." And he said, "That'll be enough." What was multiplied? Listen to this principle. What do you what do you have need of? That's what. If I if I needed apples, I could sow one seed of an apple, plants a tree. How many apples come from that? A bazillion, you know, or whatever. That's what reproduces. So, what reproduces? So, I wanted a watch. I sewed a watch. I got two watches within a couple weeks. I got five within about a month. We needed a computer for the church. We had some old computers. We sewed those computers into somebody that didn't have a computer, and we said, These are kind of outdated. If you want me to have yeah. So, we used them as seed, sewed them. We had new computers show up. I had, when I wanted that watch, I had sewed a watch. And I'd told the story in the service I'd sewed sort to of watch. The UPS guy, don't know him from Adam, don't know him from Eve. Don't know him. Okay, showed up at the church, delivers a package, and he looks at me and he goes, I don't know why this seems really crazy, but here. And he took off his watch and goes, take it. And he walks out of the office. Okay. Sowed a car. Got another car. sewed so another car. Got another car sold this, did that, did that, whatever. That's what reproduced. Now, Paul talks about where you can take money and name something. Now, I don't want to lose you here because this isn't about money. This is about sowing and believing God. So if I didn't have what I was in need of, I need more finances, it'd be pretty easy to sow money because that's, you know, I need more money. I'm going to sow money because I've got bills to pay. So, you know, when we've had issues here at the church... You can, you can tell my secretary she's watching live right now, but you can tell her this is what I'll do. I know how to get out of that. I will sow to the poor from the church. You know what happens? Money's come in. That's how that works. Seed time and harvest. It is a law. So Kim and I will always we we sow financially. Every time I go to Faith Life, I sow financially. She's in agreement. We sow it together. When we when we when we have monies that come in for us that are just for us, and I'm not talking about. I'm just talking about just our normal. This is what would happen for, for We will pray over that when we are we are giving back our tithe back to the church. We pray over that in offering. We sow because multiplication happens in offering. How many knows that tithing is just returning? If God is asking for 10%, have people that go, I just, he wants 10%. I just, I can't stand that. Okay, well, what if you wanted 90% and you keep 10? I like that when he just wants 10%. They, you know, they, they, they like that combination. But it's not my money. So I can't change your heart if you're like, I am not giving God that. That's between you and God. But if you wonder why things don't work, it's because your heart is not in line with the word. I cannot outgive God. Now I'm, to, I'm not trying to embarrass him, but I have people in this place that have blessed me incredibly. Rob Shrek's sitting in the back there. He was helping me. Rob's a plumber, if you need any plumbing, go to Rob. <laughs> whoop, whoop. So anyway, Rob's a great guy, awesome. But he's, been, he's, he's incredible. And I can't remember what we were doing, and we got to talking about tools, <laughs> and I said... Um, something, you know, and I said, no, I don't, I have a tool chest here. I said, but i you know, I'm, I'm so deceived and I'm believing God for tools. I mean, it's going to be great, you know, because we were talking about tools and he was talking about, well, I got two or three tool chests because they were moving and blah, 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 blah. Well, make a long story short. Next thing I know, he pulls up in my house with this beautiful red craftsman. He didn't tell me to share this, so he's probably mad at me now, but he'll get over it. <laughs> craftsman tool chest. I mean, And he said, well, come here, preacher, help me get this off the truck. I'm like, what are you doing? And he said, well, I was going to give you one of them tool chests for one because I got extra. And he said, the Lord said, no, you go buy him a brand new one. I don't even have the tools to fill all that. It's awesome. It was like my dream tool chest. I'm like the whole time I'm almost not crying. You ever try to hug a big guy like Rob Shrek? You ain't going to do it. Number one, he's not real comfortable when you try to hug him. You don't hug a bear that don't want to be hugged. <laughs> but every time I look at that tool chest, I say, God bless Rob Shrek. I mean, not literally, because it was such a blessing. Uh, you know, and I saw Rick. Where's Rick? Rick. Rick blesses me all the time. Rick showed up at my house one, this has been years ago, with a grill. Him and charge just pulled up with a grill. I didn't say anything to him. We were supposed to, you know, I, I didn't tell him, but Kim and I, she said, let's believe God for a new grill. I said, okay. We sowed a financial seed. Didn't tell her, I didn't call up Rick and go, hey, Rick, you got me another grill. <laughs> didn't do anything like that. He just shows up at my house and he said, we're doing something. Lord told me to give you my grill. I used that grill for years, man. Every time I'd look at that grill, God bless Rick Gatrel. Now, I didn't say all this for anybody to go, oh, I'm just using you people where God has just used them. But what I'm telling you was, I I put the law into practice. I didn't put Rob into practice or Rick into practice. God did that. That's between them and God. But I put the kingdom principle into operation. So we sowed, we did, we believed. Secondly, write it down and date it. If you can't remember it, just write it down. I believed, I sowed for this. Uh, on this date and i'm because that can be your confession every time the enemy and he will come he's going to try to mess with you you can go right here remember jesus said it is written you can literally go it is written right here i believe god for this get a scripture with it write it down and date it on this day then confess over it that's number three be in agreement with your spouse agree that the word is working and is active and if, you know, if you're like, I, I live by myself or I'm single, God is enough. Agree with God on it. I'll agree. I'll be your, your agreement as well. As long as it lines up with the word, we're good with that. So confess over it. Speak over it. Speak what you're wanting. Speak the end result. I'm believing. Confess over it. Release it in faith. Faith always has a point of release and a point of reception. That's number four. And the word says, Mark 11, 22 and 24, we receive it when we pray. So what are you standing on? What scripture? So be specific. Have a word. No, no, I believe it is written. This is what God said, he'll supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Philippians 4:19. Psalm 34:19, God delivers me out of all my affliction. Psalm 118:6, the Lord is on my side, I will not fear. I mean, I don't know what you're fighting. But I'm telling you, it is written. You know, I have my neighbor, he's asked me like, dude, why do you mow your yard and keep it so manicured? Now, I don't know if he's watching this or not. He's a wonderful neighbor. And and this is what I told him. I said, I'm going to tell you why. He said, why? I said, because I was doing yard work when I had the heart attack. And he said, okay. I said, I will not be intimidated by the enemy. Will not. My wife tells you, I do not know what quit is like. I don't. I won't. So you know, for me, my heart is completely healed. It has no effects. It is it is well. I will live a long, fruitful life. I declare it. It is written, and I believe it, and I receive it. And so you know, I'm like, so what happened? I'll tell you what. The first many times I mow in that yard, the enemy is like. You know what I'm doing? I'm singing and I'm praying and I'm speaking in tongues and I'm saying, I shall live and not die. Father, God, thank you that I every breath I take, every move I make. No, I'm not singing that song. But yeah, <laughs> but God is right there. And so, you know, and, and I just said, so I, I it is it is in me to be like, OK, it's on. You want to dance? Come on, devil, we'll dance because my God inside of me is bigger than you first John 5 14 and 15. Now, this is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything, come on, according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. If it's in his will, God's will is that you live and not die. It's his will that you be in good health and be prosperous. That's in his will, it's in the word, that's part of the package. Think about the Israelites in the land of Goshen. None of that stuff came on them because it's in His will. You being well is in His will, you being prosperous is in His will. We went on vacation. We get to bless our kids because it's part of His will, it's part of the inheritance. The Bible says that we have it all. And so we are glad to do it. She just looks at me and says, We went somewhere, and she said, I I just looked at her and said, okay. And so I just already told the person, make sure I get and the kids are all like, no, 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 no. and But we're like, it's, it's good. We want to do it. And it is. it brings us happiness to do that. But do you know where that comes down from? The Father. Because he provided that for me and her to do that. So we reflect the Father. It's a kingdom law. Let me just say, here's number five. Follow the instruction of the Holy Spirit. You need to understand your money is not in heaven. If you need money, it's not in heaven. There's not a money tree that some angel's gonna shake and it's just gonna sprinkle down. God will give you a plan or a concept. The plan might be, this is what he's done with us different times, I need you to sow that. I'm not sowing that. And he will be like, Brett, but God, it doesn't do you much good to argue with God because <laughs> you never win. But he would say, and we just learned, okay, whether it's large or whether it's small, it may be sowing money, maybe may be sowing time, it may be just a plan. I want you to do this. So when God gives you the plan, He'll create, he gives you the power. Listen to me. He says he gives you the power to get wealth. So it may be something you're like, that doesn't even make sense. Finding a coin in a fish's mouth doesn't make sense either, but yet there was one there. Feeding 20,000 people with five loaves and two fish, that doesn't make much sense, but yet it happened. Why? Because it's the kingdom, it's the plan. Bring that to me, Jesus said. And so they take the five loaves, they bring it to him. He he confesses over it. He breaks it. He hands it to the disciples. One version basically says that it happened in the disciples' hands. Another version kind of states that it just, it just basically happened after he confessed over it. And what, it doesn't really matter as long as it multiplied. Obviously, it did. So again, they multiplied because what was sown. That's what was sown, that's what multiplied. And again, Paul says that we can use money and we can name things. So I'm okay with that. So that's we don't a lot of times the things that we need, I didn't have one to sow. So I just asked God, how much do you want me to sow, And I sewed it financially. So I just sewed it in offering. So that's what we would do. But you know, Sam and I, one time, we needed a uh, hunting license and deer permits. And we didn't have land to hunt. And that, I think, at that time was around 60 or 80 bucks. I think it was 60, maybe. I don't know. For two hunting license, and then we had to get permits. So, yeah, around 60 bucks or so. And he's like, Dad... And I mean things were have you ever been where things are tight? Now we were living in a great house, but yes, yeah, it's you know, I'm still learning kingdom principles. Still to this day I'm learning them. But it was, you know, it it was tight. I didn't have money just to pull out of and go, okay, let's just use that. And I could do that today and not think about it, but I didn't have it then. So again, this principle worked. I, I we believed God. Okay, Sam, we're gonna get those licenses. We'll we'll sow. I sowed, I think it was like ten dollars. And I sewed and I sewed it into church. We were pastoring this church. I sewed it in offering. And I said, God, we need money. We're believing for, so my son and I can go hunting. And I need all the license to go with that. And it wasn't, but just a very short time after that, I felt impressed by the Lord to go to the bank. So I went to the bank, had to do some normal bank stuff, you know, get some registers for Pastor Kim or whatever, and the lady at the bank said, Hey, Pastor Brett, I was hoping you'd come in here. Can I talk to you for a minute? I said, Sure. She said, Do you detail cars? I said, Well, I have before. Do you still do it? Well, yeah, I guess I would do it. She said, I got my car right there. It sure needs detailed. Would you take it and do it today? Can you do it today? I said, "Uh, I don't know. What do you charge? Guess how much you paid me? Everything I needed for all those licenses. I brought the car home, and uh, Sam was like, what are you doing with the car? I said, this is what we're doing. (laughs) He goes, what? I said, if you want to hunt, God just provided a way for us to do that. So we took the next four hours and just waxed, buffed that car, cleaned it, took it back. She gave me all the money and more that I needed for all those licenses. We tithed off that money, and we went hunting that year. You see, God will give you a plan or an idea. Sometimes we just are waiting on Ed McMahon to show up with Publishers Clearinghouse or something like that, but yet he's going to get you involved. And he, you know, she just, had I not gone to the bank, maybe he would have provided another way because he's a good God, but I mean, he had the way. I just heard go to the bank and I asked Kim, what do you need? Well, we need some registers and we can, you could make this, you know, or do this or whatever. And I went to the bank and that's where all that took place. How often do the laws operate? Every time. Whether you're ready for them or not. But you have things that you have to do. God says he'll bless the work of your hands. And if they're not involved, he can't get involved. If you are not willing to do something that God tells you to do, then you've you've tied your hands. Your faith is staying right there. In heaven, zero plus zero is just what it equals here. Zero you have things to do. So a seed, you have to be in agreement, confess over it, say what, you know, what you're believing for, what the end result is. Release it in faith, receive it in faith before it shows up as if you had it already. So, you know, what we told what I told Sam is he prayed with me over that seed and we we sent it and I said, "Okay, let's start getting our hunting gear ready." Come on. They're trying to tell me to hurry up. I'm almost done just give me, give me about two or three more minutes. I get it. So uh, <clears throat> see, that threw me. <laughs> anyway, we ended up hunting that deer. He got his 10 point that, that year. I got the deer that I declared. I've told you the story, how the deer that I declared came up before Sam got his deer It's amazing because it's the law of the kingdom. I'm going to tell you one more story and then I'm going to be done. Now here's the sixth one I'm going to throw in, and then I'm going to tell you the story. And then I'm going to close. All right. Sixth one is, Brett, what if I've missed my opportunity? What if I believed I heard God and I did nothing with it and it, time has already passed? That's okay. Just start over. Because if you sowed and then your belief was laying on that seed as a contact and then you blew it or you just confessed, we're going to work. Then just start over. Get a fresh seed. That's what the Lord told me to do. And it would start the process all over again. Okay, here's my, here's my last story, and then we're going to close. Um, the Lord had told me to let, on the land that I had at the time, I, I, w- I let other ministers come and hunt. And, uh, and this guy was from Texas, matter of fact. Uh, him and his dad came in. His dad came in from Texas, and uh, he was there, and uh, he was a friend of mine. I'd had him as a speaker before. And uh, it was black powder season. And he said, Brett, can we come back here? I really want my dad to to get a deer and I said he you know he said I've just heard your stories and how God has blessed you could we and I said sure and the Lord said give him the ravine stand well that was my that was my stand that was my favorite stand I didn't want to give it to him I'm like I don't want to do that and I I don't even have a gun and so this guy his name was Randy He said oh by the way I want you to use this gun well in black powder you can only shoot one shot and I'd already gotten my buck so I was believing God for a button buck, which is just a male deer, but you can't usually see the buttons. And so i the Lord said, "Give him your stand." So I gave him my stand, and I went and hunted a place I'd never hunted before. Still on my land, but I wasn't familiar with it. And this is why I, I need to say this: I, the whole time I'm sitting and where I'm sitting, I can see them down in the ravine, and inside I'm like he's going to get a deer and I'm not going to get anything. Isn't that selfish? You can, it's okay. You can admit it. I was, but I mean, the enemy was working on me overtime and and I just, I knew that I had to work on my heart and I said, Lord, I don't want that. You've always blessed me. I will get a deer right where I'm at because you are right where I'm at. You are with me. I will get my button buck. I have it now. I want you to bless him as well and I, I said it out loud so I could hear it. And as soon as I said it, I heard rustling coming behind me, and it what looked like a doe, but I knew inside, that's my button buck. And I had one shot, and that's all it took, one shot, and I ran up there, and I went to feel it. And sure enough, there were buttons there, and I did my, my dance around the deer, you know. It's all happy, and then I heard them shoot, and so God blessed them, he blessed me. But I'm telling you, the law is in effect but what you say in the moment. It's where my faith was. I knew at the time I was really struggling. But I declared out of my mouth, I will not do that. Lord, what do you want? And I said what God told me to say. And the rest is history. Now next week, I'm going to do the, a start button on everything you're believing for. And we'll just tie all this together. But I'm, I don't want you to walk around in fear about COVID-19. I want you to walk and declare the goodness of God. Father, I thank you that that can't come near my dwelling. I thank you, Father, that I am in health and total healing. I thank you, Father, that you put guards around everything that I have. Father, that, you know, and you just begin to declare those things. I haven't done it yet. Well, do it now. Do it when you get home. Thank you, Father, that I'm I'm healthy. I'm completely healthy. Thank you that my lungs work right. Thank you, God, that no virus, no disease, no sickness, anything that's not of you touches my body dies instantly in Jesus' name. Declare his goodness speak out of your mouth what you're believing for bow your heads close your eyes father in the name of jesus i thank you lord for this word i thank you father for all that you're doing i give you the praise for it in the name of jesus with our heads bowed and our eyes closed lord if there's someone here those that are watching online if you're saying to yourself you know what i need to apply this to my life just put your hand up put it right back down yes 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 Father, in Jesus' name, help them cement it from their head to their heart. We give you the glory for it in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. 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 Stand to your feet. Let's give God some glory. <laughs> amen. Well, the services actually went a little long today because it was a little bit of extended uh, worship, and, and then we talked a little at the beginning, so that's why. But It's all good. It doesn't bother me, so if, I hope it doesn't bother you. Um, we're going to give, and this is part of that, man. We're just going to sow and believe. I'm going to give God what is his. It's all his, but I mean, what he's given me, steward over. And the rest, we just, we, we're sowing constantly. We're sowing all the time and just believing God for great things. So let's, let's hold that money. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity to bless these finances as we give into your kingdom. We give you glory for it. We thank you, Lord, for everything your word says. We declare what your word says. We'll stand on it, believe it confess it and we will not doubt in jesus name amen make sure next week you make plans to come to the harvest party i'm going to challenge you if you can give take some of these give out at least five of them make five invites ask god for five people hang on to these pray over them hand them out let him give them to whoever you want you're believing God for enough. They go to another church. I'm not trying to take them from another church. I'm just saying people that you know that could use God or need God or are looking for a church or whatever. We'd love to fellowship with them and uh, you know and just have some great time. Okay, God, we thank you for these wonderful people. Today will be a great day. We love you and we'll see you next week. God bless you. You're dismissed. Have a great Sunday.